eventually what would happen as soon as I would wake up in the morning and my feet would touch the ground, I would do that little squishy thing a few times. And I'll tell you what, I was in a blissful health state. I was so happy for another day. I was staying in the moment in present and I wasn't worried about the fear. I wasn't worried about the cancer. I wasn't worried about what was next. I was right there. And this is what you want to do in your relationships. And this is what you want to do with your children. You want to be able to anchor these states so that you can get right back to what matters to you most in creating your best self because that's really what we're chasing. We're just chasing our best self. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Hello, hello, I'm back with continuation to the most previous episode. So if you didn't go to that one, you can. It's all about, you know, creating a best self character. I've also talked about this before, but we are in kind of a little mini series right now, all focused on really becoming your best self and really having the ultimate confidence because that really comes from, you know, the previous performance and by performance, I mean, our, you know, our alignment to ourselves and to our best selves. And if we're doing that. So today I really want to take you through two tools that you're going to definitely want to use. And that is enclosed cognition and anchoring. Now enclosed cognition, I talked about this in episode 17, go back and listen to that one again, because I'm going to give different examples, but also anchoring, which is Episode four with Ed Milet. This is a must, 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 because I'm not going to go into all the details that he goes into. I'm going to take it a little step further with anchoring and how I teach it. But these two things are really, really the next step in becoming this new person. And I say step because you've got to have some foundational pieces. You've got to create those core values. So you already have some clarity on who you're wanting to be. Then you've got to create these characters so that you have, again, more clarity on who you are wanting to be without the brain seeing it as a threat. And now we're going to take those characters and help you learn to change your state with anchoring and also just the power of enclosed cognition. Okay, so enclosed cognition really just relates to the effect of clothing on how people think, how they feel, you know, um, you know, just for example, in certain clothing, people will feel more confident. You know, this just all came from two scientists that researched this, you know, a while back. Um, and it really started with the lab coat and the attention and focus that the person gave was, you know, X percent more when they would put the lab coat on. And from there, people have really started to study the power of 
what we wear and how it relates to how we think and then how we behave, you know, it just goes on from there, right? And they've now done studies in other areas. One, it can affect your political points of view, you know, um, luxury brands. It can facilitate healthier choices. Think about like wearing workout wear, you're wearing something like fitted or like for me, if I'm in a bikini, oh my gosh, I'm certainly eating healthier things. Um, it can increase agreeableness. They say this is with casual clothing. Let's say that you're meeting and maybe someone's like wearing like a, you know, three piece suit versus the person dressed more casually. They're saying that the other person responds more, uh, agreeable. Um, you can, another example would be that it will improve confidence and self-image. And this was interesting with underwear and socks. And this shouldn't surprise me because I remember when I got my first job working at Tiffany and company, and I worked with all these older females that would wear suits to work every day. And our suits were really kind of just boring. Like we, you know, had to wear really like, you know, neutral colors, including our nails. And so a couple of the ladies shared with me that they really made it a point to wear sexy bras and underwear. And it was crazy how, when I started spending money in that area and really like having the matching that it didn't matter what was on the outside. It was how I was feeling on the inside underneath those clothes that anyone could see was my set that matched. And I see this also with activewear, if I'm being honest, you know, when I'm wearing like my cute outfits, like I am like working hard in the gym. I'm also just feeling more confident. I would say taking this a step further with those that are, you know, on a fat loss journey, making sure you're wearing clothing that fits your current body. I know you don't like to spend a lot of money as you're going down, but go to consignment shops and do that because it will change your state. If you are not fitting in your clothes and every day you get into those clothes and you are miserable, it is going to be very hard to be in a happy state. And as you're going to learn with anchoring, you must be in a high state to really change. Okay. So if you're in these low energy states, it's not going to happen. So that's a really important, you know, area for females, you know, don't suck it up and wear the clothing that makes you miserable. Buy a few things that you can rotate, especially if you have like an important meeting, like you want to, to be, you know, fitting in that. Um, and then they say that it also with formal clothing, it, in, it improves abstract thinking and negotiation ability. So all dressed up apparently makes people negotiate better. And this is just some of the areas that I looked at that they've been studying, you know, with this in quote cognition, you know, so what you wear also matters is, you know, obviously what we see, it influences the perception of others, you know, um, maybe like the casual clothes, increasing agreeableness. A lot of them are just for ourselves, but we know that this also influences the perception of others. You know, if you were to meet someone that is, you know, their PJs or, you know, kind of disheveled look, you may not take them as seriously. Um, you know, and so it's, it's important in that way, but more so for yourself, you know, this started for me, I didn't know anything about enclosed cognition, but what I did know was when I stayed in my, you know, sweatpants and slippers, I did not perform as, you know, productive at home. I didn't do as much. I didn't move as fast. And so I became someone that I cannot be like barefoot or in slippers in my house. 
like, even if I'm in like workout clothes, like I just move faster in shoes. And so when Eric and I got married, you know, it was always kind of a joke. I had these little shoe covers that I would put on every day because I still wanted to wear my full on outfit with shoes because I just perform better. And then of course, when I found all this research on include cognition, it just wasn't by chance. So it was pretty awesome. But these are all things that you want to be aware of so that you are setting yourself up to be in these higher places, um, you know, vibration wise, energy wise, like your state so that you can go into the next thing, which is anchoring. Okay. Now anchoring, you'll see in episode four where Ed Milet teaches us this knuckle example. And then, you know, I, you know, he taught us this like at RTA syndicate when we were a part of that, I came home immediately and wanted to do this in all areas of my life. You know, now it's important to remember that when we talk about anchoring, all of us are anchoring every day without us even being aware. We anchor music. Think about a song from like, a certain era where it takes you right back to a place, a time, an event, even a state. Maybe it makes you sad, thinks about a family member. Maybe it makes you think about a high school boyfriend and you're all happy, like whatever. But we already have anchoring around us without us even knowing. You know, this could be, you know, a picture from a vacation, you know, so it's like in our music, it's in landmarks as you drive by, you know, a funeral home that could change your state into sadness. Um, so we already have anchoring all around us. We just now want to ensure that we're being intentional about anchoring um, these, you know, levels of bliss that maybe you just feel like the world is distracting you from getting to. Okay. And so, you know, basically what you need to do is you need to get into an elevated state of emotion and then do some sort of touch repeatedly. Now, as you're listening to that, you're like, what? Okay. Back up here. Okay. So let's say that we want to get into elevated state. Now, the example that Ed gave to us when we were at RT Syndicate was, okay, close your eyes, touch your middle knuckle and take yourself to your happiest moment in your life. And then, you know, stay there for like a minute or two, open your eyes. Then we do the same, repeat that again, touch that middle knuckle, close your eyes, go to your second most happiest experience, and then go to like your third. So that after the next like five to 10 minutes, when you finally do touch that middle knuckle, you are to go to this like personal bliss, this overall bliss place, right? Because you've anchored enough previous emotion um, to get there. Now, for some maybe they just don't even feel like they can do that very well. Well, this is where creating some folders or creating areas where I, I call them like anchor helpers will help to change your state. Okay. And your health characters are going to be one. Think about it. If you go and you create those characters, the best self characters that I just taught about, and you have it on an index card, like I share, you're, you're able to every day I go and I look at my cards and I read all those characteristics and I read the scenarios that they're going to go through and the best self version of that, that is going to help you over time. Now, other areas would be like, we just talked about our accidental ones would be like pictures, music. So I put pictures and videos in one category. I put music and sounds in another category and then objects and landmarks. You know, like I said, the funeral home. So these are different things that you want to use to anchor. And then also words, 
This could be a letter from someone. It could be an album of quotes that you have that just really stir you up. Because remember, we're wanting to get into our peak state, but we have to be, you know, we, we've, we've got to be in an elevated state of emotion and then do this touch repeatedly to create the anchor. So that if you're coming from nothing and you're wanting to change, that's going to help do that. Okay. And there's different areas that you're, you're chasing. You're chasing, say, relational bliss. This could be like partner bliss or like being a great mother, uh, career bliss, you know, because remember we're in peak states, you know, this is like your place that, that you're the best in your career and then like health bliss. So let me walk you through that. So let's say that you're looking at creating some anchors for relational bliss. One, you would go to your character first and see that you have this best self character. You know, mine is, um, you know, the opposite of the runaway bride. You know, I have a card for her, right? And she is called Bay Fritter. She's my marriage best self. And I would go through and I would, you know, maybe read all of these. And I already do this on a regular basis. Then you want to take it a step further because you really want to get in these high, high places that help you. You're going to go create a folder on your phone um, of pictures and videos of when you've just had the best times with your partner. Okay. Then you're going to maybe go create an album of the songs that really remind you of them, or maybe a voice note from them or a message, like things like that. Okay. And, and then maybe, you know, you, in some situations, you're going to use objects or landmarks, but in this case, we already have enough examples to help you create a little anchor for your relational bliss self. And that is, okay, I'm going to go read my character. I'm going to go look at all the pictures and videos that we have created together. I'm going to listen to music that puts me in that place. And then after I do those and I am in that peak state, I'm going to touch. Cause remember you've got to touch, you got to bring, do some physical, you know, to yourself. So maybe it's squeezing your earlobe. You want it to be a place that's not just going to be bumped. Maybe tapping your elbow three times, you know, whatever it may be after you've done those to now anchor that relational bliss state. Now hear me out. This is where the magic happens. We'll say you're having a bad just day. Like you are fighting with your spouse and they are really getting on your last nerve. And, you know, I've had to learn to not sweat the small stuff. And in the big picture, this is definitely something that you do not really want to be fighting over, but your small self is picking, picking. And, um, and this happened with me one day, like Eric was actually in the car in front of me and just, oh, he was just on my last nerve. And I was having to, I think I was following him to like the tire place. Like we were dropping off one car and before we left the house, you know, we'd had some words and I was just telling a story in my head about all the things I wasn't liking and turning it back on, you know, just again, big, huge story. And I was intentional. I knew I needed to change my state. So what did I do? I went to my pictures and videos and I went to my music and I, with a combination of all those things over the next 10 minutes, I kid you not, by the time I got to the tire place or wherever we were meeting, I was already back in love with my husband, reminded of all the blissful things. So this is all about tricking yourself into being your best self and reminding yourself. So let's say in the morning you have, um, you know, you're slow to get moving. Listen. Create a career bliss anchor, okay? Go to your, you know, career 
character that you've created. Find some either pictures or videos or music, things that inspire you. You've already done your homework in this area. Maybe some letters from old bosses of what a badass you are. All these things that are going to help you get into a really peak state. Then create an anchor with that. So in the morning, when you are slow, you can do something, whether it be, you know, like we did with the middle knuckle or tapping your elbow. You do something that then takes you to the place takes you to the things that you've put all the homework into. So you don't have to look at them every time. You've now created this link where then you get going. You are reminded. And this really helped me during my cancer journey because I'll tell you what, I would wake up in the morning and I would immediately wake up with a little bit of fear. And I didn't want to live that way. I wanted to wake up grateful for another day. But the old patterning was so hardcore. So... What I did was I had already created some pictures and videos and music all around my gratitude state, like my just health bliss state. Okay. And then I went in my room and on the edge of my bed, I took my toes and I curled up on the carpet. And while I did that over and over, I took myself to those places that I had just put in those folders and in those pictures and in that music. And I did that over and over. Cause remember you want to do this multiple times so that eventually every time you repeat it, you go right to that place. So for me, I did it over and over, probably seven to 10 times that day. And then after that, I would do it like multiple till eventually what would happen as soon as I would wake up in the morning and my feet would touch the ground, I would do that little squishy thing a few times. And I'll tell you what, I was in a blissful health state. I was so happy for another day. I was staying in the moment in present and I wasn't worried about the fear. I wasn't worried about the cancer. I wasn't worried about what was next. I was right there. And this is what you want to do in your relationships. And this is what you want to do with your children. You want to be able to anchor these states so that you can get right back to what matters to you most in creating your best self because that's really what we're chasing. We're just chasing our best self. So go back, listen to episode four with Ed. It's an excellent one. Also listen to episode 17. And hey, if this stuff is helping you and you want more of this, because I can go way deeper, leave me a review. Shoot me an email at amy at amyledeen.com. You know, but I love reviews. I love to hear the feedback and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Okay, I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend, you know, tag me in it. Go give me a review, of course, if you're really feeling it and rate me. You know, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission. 